Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of What Are We Doing Podcast with your host, Becca and Ari. What are we doing? I always say host instead of hosts because hosts is hard to say. It's a host. It's okay. Hi, bud. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. Why do you look like a little uncomfy, like how you're sitting? <laughs> because we, I know, also, sorry if you can hear my laundry in the back. We just have a lot going on. Um, also, my computer died, so the charger, like, doesn't stretch, so I have to put it in here, so I have to, like, switch locations. So Sure. Yeah. So I have, I'm laying on the ground with pillows right now. Yeah, it looks like you're, like, under a desk. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you're safe and happy. Do you have a low or a high for us? Maybe a low. Do you have a low? Um, a low for me is that I went to my, um, uh, my grandparents' house this weekend and it was just, you know, the first time I've been there without my grandpa and it was just weird. Like it definitely was weird. And, um, I had a few moments where I kind of like lost it a little bit but um rightfully so yeah but it it was it was still good it just it was just a little weird when you someone's so ingrained in your life and you're so used to seeing them there and then them not being there Mm -hmm. it's just weird so that was definitely a low for me what about you that's definitely a low um my low has been in the past like week or two I've just have been getting really bad headaches and for those who don't know I I've haven't I've had migraines since like probably freshman year of high school, but I finally got them under control. And then this past week, they've just been like bad. So that's been kind of sucky just because I feel like they like take over my day and then I can't work out and then I can't, you know, like enjoy my time after work. So that's been a little sucky, but I think it'll get better in the next coming weeks. I think it's with the temperature change too. Yeah. Maybe your body's just like not used to it. Totally. So but honestly, that's not the worst low to have. Things could be a lot worse. Um, tell Very me a high. True. I need some high positivity. is, so I got my first vaccination. <gasps> whoop, whoop. I know. And it, I literally wanted to cry at the place because it was mm-hmm. just such a beautiful moment. And I was like, I know I'm being so dramatic. But I, first of all, I'm so proud of Detroit because they just did it so seamlessly. There was no way. Everyone Shout was so out Detroit. nice. I know everyone was so nice. And I just felt like when I once I got that first shot, it felt like a life change, like a moment you remember forever. You know, this is yeah, it's just so totally. crazy to think about you know, even when we started this in the summer, being like there's no answers, there's nothing. We are so just lost in this and I just when will there ever be an answer and the getting that first vaccine was just I mean so amazing so amazing so amazing. great great moment I felt super happy super like proud of humanity that we and were able science. to do this and science and and all that stuff and obviously yeah. there's still you know more to go but it just it just felt amazing so yeah that's an amazing high and honestly if you had told me back when we were recording these podcasts in the garage, um, you know, like July, August, that we would both be vaccinated come April, I probably would have, like, kicked you in the shit and been like, haha, good one. But we're here now, and it's amazing, and we're on the other side. And, I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but it's only going to get better from here. 
my high is that it's getting warmer. So today was like 70 degrees and the UV I index I know and the UV index was 6. So it's great for my pale pale skin that needed to get out of quarantine and see the sun. So it's been great. I love that for you. I love that for you. How is the weather in Michigan? Is it nice? Beautiful. Absolutely oh, beautiful. I need to start getting back on that like health grind on the self-care yep. grind so i'm gonna i'm gonna get on that especially since the weather's nice like it really just changes the game it's like i oh, saw it changes the game i saw a tweet that said i thought i was depressed but it was actually just december or like it was actually just the winter and yeah now i feel so great true. <laughs> so true. it's so true so if that's how everyone else is feeling about this um i'm glad that we're all thinking positively and feeling better with the warm weather So Ari and I wanted to dive into a little new segment this week, which we call What Are We Reading? And we'd mentioned on the podcast, I think like a couple months ago, that Ari and I just like, when we find a book that we love, we like are obsessed with it forever. And we wanted to tell you guys about it because we can assume that our audience has very similar like reading styles, I would hope. or Like, you know what I mean? I feel like the genre yeah. would, would align, right? Yeah. No, I, told, I totally agree. And I think that we get very invested very. in books. And books can be just like a really fun little escape. So I think we wanted to do the segment today about, you know, some of our book recs and some, things that, some stuff that we're reading. A little what are we reading. And thank God that this podcast was called What Are We Doing? Because it... Ha- you can take it so many places. So many places. It's so versatile. It is so versatile. Like, talk about the iconic brand. Like, it does it all. So, without further ado, let's jump into what are we reading. But I think I already know what you're going to say because I follow you on your private Snapchat story and you are literally obsessed with these books. So, do you want to start us off? I would love to. So I recently have been obsessed with the Bridgerton novels. So which I wait basically, real quick? Sorry I, to interrupt. I believe on the podcast yeah. you had mentioned when we were obsessed with Bridgerton, you were not going to read said books. Oh yes, I fully was convinced I wasn't right. going to read the books because I wanted to be surprised by because each book will probably be a, a season a new season of Bridgerton. So like season two will be book two, right. season three, etc. And I wanted to be surprised, but then my curiosity got of the best of me. And I'm like, I need to read them because my, so my favorite genre of book is historical romance. I love these books. It's all basically a lot of them take place in the Regency mm-hmm. era. And it, but a lot of them have like weird covers of like guys with like their shirts off yeah. and a girl like, in like a dress like I know exactly oh what you're talking about and it's just weird but but the books aren't actually like that weird they're actually really mm. really good and I love historical romance books because it's it's literally think of Bridgerton as a book and it's if I could go back to one era I'd be the Regency era obviously it would actually probably suck because it sucked for yeah. a lot of curls but fantasy wise I'd want to go back to the Regency era and so I started, I was like, you know what, I, I, I already saw the first season of Bridgerton, which is corresponds to the first book, which is The Duke and I, and these books are by Julia Quinn, 
And I was like, okay, like I already, I didn't read that one because I already knew what happened from the TV show. So mm-hmm. I'll probably go back and read that one. But I'm like, I kind of want to know what's going to happen in the second season because that's all about the Viscount Anthony and his love story. So I read the second book, The Viscount Who Loved Me, and I read it. I, I started reading it. I read it in one day. And I just, like, I, I couldn't like, sleep. I quick. literally, I just stayed up reading it. Then I was like, did you feel like it was pretty digestible? Because I'm nervous to read them because no, I feel like it's going to be so really dense. So that's what I really love. Oh, they're okay. like light. They're like not very dense. Like they're very, they read a lot like rom-coms, even though they take place in the Regency era. They read Amazing. very much like rom-coms. And it's, Amazing. Like I started reading this one book. Good to There's know. this one book called Little Lady Agency and the Prince or something like that. That's about this girl who like has her own agency. And sure. it was so dense. And they're like the scenes with like her family were like so drawn out and it was so descriptive that's not how the Bridgerton novels are like light and they're fun but they're like good you you have to read it like you will be obsessed but um so the second book was so good so I was like okay obviously now I have to read the third and the third and I also like love it so much I like act it out while I read it it's like so embarrassing but I pretend I'm the characters and I the third yeah and the third one I read I started it at 10 p.m. one night, and I finished it at 5 a.m. Like, I, I could not... When I say, Damn. like, oh, my God, I couldn't put it down. Like, I literally could not put it down. I was like, okay, time to go to sleep. No, no, time you to go to could sleep. not could stop. Not. These are so good. I'm Can't about stop, to finish the fourth one, which is about the brother Colin okay. and Penelope Featherington. Uh, um, the I next one is Colin. Eloise's story. So, so I love many Eloise too. fun fun stories and they're just like really fun and creative the third one's got like a whole cinderella vibe going on i mean they're just so good i'm just i literally am like when i'm done with them i'm like i don't know what to do but i highly highly recommend highly recommend okay i will add those to my list i've been meaning to read though to read those um, but I was kind of under the same impression of you. It's like, oh, I don't want to read them and then spoil the season. But the seasons are not going to be coming out for, like, a year. And I cannot wait that long. Yes. So. So I will read the book. Um, speaking of, for those who had listened to our podcast when we were last mentioning books, I believe this was, like, back in November. Um, I'm going to bring up There You'll Find Me and Dublin Street once again just to Did circle I back. read on Dublin And let Street? everyone know to... I don't know if I've read it. I don't think you... I what, told you, you to. what it's about? I told again. you to. So Dublin Street is about an American living in Scotland um, on this street called Dublin Street. And it's kind of about, like, she ran away from America because of, like, you know, family stuff. Um, and it's about her kind of figuring out just, like, who she is and, like, her identity. And, of course, yeah, she I, meets, I was like, gonna say, the like, hottest who's the businessman. <laughs> right. It's like her roommate has this hot brother who, like also has like a troubled past and they like rekindle it together whatever um but it's incredible and it's definitely like up our alley um of course there you'll find me we will talk about more in the what's poppin segment of this podcast but that is another banger of a book and then today i just started a new book called it ends with us by colleen hoover and she is just like a really good like rom-com you know ya young adult um, author in this book. It is rare that a book like draws me in after the first like chapter, yeah. which is how There You'll Find Me was and on Dublin Street. So I was like, 
okay, this is going to be good. And I'm like six chapters in, and it was one of those things, like I couldn't put it down today. So I'll probably be up to like Can you give us a little bit of like a synopsis, what's going on with it? So, so far, here's what I, here's what I know. It is someone our age. So she's 23. She is living on her own in Boston. She had like moved away from her childhood home and she was working in like one of the best marketing firms in Boston. And like the, the book starts with her sitting on a rooftop. Like it, it kind of starts like really dark talking about suicide, but not for her. Like she's talking about like what people must feel when they're at the top of the rooftop in order to jump because she didn't want to but she basically was like thinking about that and then she had just been to her dad's funeral so that's kind of where it all starts and then of course someone else joins her on the rooftop and it's like this um, amazing neurosurgeon like (laughs) it's really good and then she talks about how her name is Lily Bloom and she wants to open a flower shop but She's like, that sounds so stupid since my name is Lily, Lily Bloom. Like, I'm just going to be capitalizing off my name. But, like, she's like, I love flowers. And he's like, you need to do it, X, Y, Z. Long story short, she ends up opening the flower shop. This is all in the first, like, three chapters, so I'm not spoiling anything. But it's just very exciting to see where it's going to go from there. And it's very captivating. Ooh, you got to keep us updated. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, and you guys all have to read it. And then, speaking of history books, bud... Your favorite history era was the Regency era, but mine, and this isn't, like, I don't want to be like, oh, my favorite time was World War II. No, I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. (laughs) Like, I love World War II books. Like, love them. Yeah. So if you haven't read The Tattooist of Auschwitz and then the follow-up to that one, Silka's Journey, they are incredible. Amazing. The Tattoos of Auschwitz is, is what it sounds like. He was the one who was chosen to do the yeah. the tattoo, the numbers at Auschwitz. Um, and he was a, he lived to tell the story. And so it's his story through his uh, It's It's very cool. So if anyone's looking for those kind of options of books, I would recommend those too. Yeah, see, like, I wish... Do you have wish, any others for us? I wish I could read... Oh, actually, I do. I wish I could read, oh. like, really cool, interesting New York Times bestsellers, which I actually just read this one called... I'm looking at it. It's on the my Da Vinci shelf. Code. The, no, <laughs> the Guest House, I think it is, and it's kind of like okay. a murder mystery. It's really good, um, but the thing is, is, I wish I could be one of those people who like reads these like really good books that are you know on the New York like Times enhancing bestseller. your mind on information. Yeah, the books I love nope. is if it's anything that's literally anything that's like escapism, like a it helps me escape from reality where there's like a prince, a duke, a rich guy, whatever. And then some girl who's like, I have my own mind and I don't fall to your like stupid stuff. And then he's like, wait, I love you. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, I don't like you, like all this kind of stuff. That is literally my shit. I love that. And I love all these historical romances where these like, cause thing is, is that women were at this time, like really, trapped by like the rules of society i mean everyone was but women especially like men could just they could be like dukes or have their titles and just have the money and then decide to never get married but like girls didn't i mean you you could have that option but you you, like couldn't and like wouldn't be fitting wouldn't fit in with society exactly you'd be completely ostracized so and you a lot of times would be too poor to it's just it was just Mm -hmm. bad so i love these stories where it's like why I love Pride and Prejudice so much, why I love the Bridgerton yeah. novels. It's these girls who 
are like deviate from the norm and are like I want to actually find love or I don't want someone like this or I don't want to just be with my station it's like all every story has different girls in it who are relatable in the sense that they like are very independent and they have their their own thing going and so it's really empowering but it's also like Mm -hmm. fun to see them fall in love I don't know it's just it's great I love it and I will say before you tell us um your other suggestions I will say my biggest pet peeve is people who like book shame or music shame or like when people are like oh you read but you don't read like intellectually stimulating books like get over yourself I'm sorry that read whatever you want literally read whatever you want listen to whatever music you want the people who are like music snobs book snobs like oh it just gets in my last nerve so as much as I wish I could read like intellectual and you know books that are I'm learning about xyz I really I really don't actually wish that because I would be bored to tears anyways (laughs) with that I mean the, the historical romance novels are really the only ones I'm reading and I basically just look at like the Bridgerton novels after I'm done and I look at more like this or readers also bought yep, and just same. you know go along with that go on the yeah totally um did you have any other books to suggest not at the moment oh okay there's there's this one book that I really liked but it's a little I actually know it's actually I think it's pretty uh eh, actually I don't want to recommend I'm like thinking of ones I actually want to recommend but, oh, or as opposed to just ones you read as, like, quick reads. I don't know. I, I think there's there's a bunch, and maybe we could feature them on our Instagram. But yeah. anything, if you look up the Bridgerton novels and then look up things like this or more like this, any of those novels are going to be my recs, most likely. Okay. Good to know. We'll post them on our Instagram. Um, the only two that I have, and again, these will all be on the Instagram, but... If you want to go along the same realm of, like, Tattooist of Auschwitz and Silka's Journey, but maybe not as dark, um, The Orphan Train and Water for Elephants are two, I want to say they're fiction, like, I think they're fiction based off of historical events, but they're, like, made-up stories, and they're very, very good. So, Water for Elephants, and I watched the movie for it, and I, I didn't like the movie as much as the book, so read the book, and then Orphan Train. Very good. I mean, I need to get on these really these like good I mean my one of my favorite books in the entire world is Pride and Prejudice and I guess that's like pretty intellectually stimulating but yeah again it falls into the same historical romance genre I just want to be in history so bad and so I wish I had I wish I could be like like I all my friends read like these really good novels and like oh Mm. this was really you know intellectually stimulating all this stuff and I'm like reading these these novels but you know what they're no less they're just different exactly just different no less um so yeah that's what we're reading throughout you know the podcast journey if we ever come up with a great book that we're reading of course we will tell you guys so don't even worry we know that we are your most you know dedicated source for good books we know we know that um okay but now we've got a lot to talk about and what's popping bud i have like I think we would probably have the exact same what's poppings, but let's do the little, the little jingle. I have one. I have one and you probably, I I could think of the one you, okay, whatever. Let's do the, let's do the jingle and then we'll, then we'll discuss. Okay, cool. Cool. Da, 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 da. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Nice. Um, tell me yours. Mine is the very, very sad, sad news. 
I knew that Reggae yeah. Jean Page is leaving Bridgerton to go along with the theme of this episode. Yes. Reggae Jean Page is leaving Bridgerton, and I am so devastated because he is my life, my mm-hmm. king, mm-hmm. the love of my life, my heart. I just love him so much, and yeah. he is quite possibly the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And he made that show. Like, I mean, that show was amazing, but he like made he the made show. He made that show. It's so everything. funny. All the comments were like, "Don't you know that this is why we watch the show?" Yeah. Like, um, everyone was like freaking out, but. I am so sad, but there is a theory it's because he might be the next James Bond. Okay. And, uh, yeah, but why couldn't he do both? I know. No, but, but the thing I just, is, is that I'm confused. Is there multiple James Bonds movies? Is there not just, like, one James Bond? Like, I, I don't so get it. So, actually, very off, so off-brand for me, my favorite movies are action movies, oh. which is very, very off-brand for me, but James Bond is probably my favorite I would say up with my favorite movies, all the James. So it's basically a franchise where they pick a James Bond. So an actor, say that's like Sean Connery or like Pierce Brosnan or Daniel Craig. And they play James Bond, who's um, a MI6 agent, 007. Yes, I'm familiar. MI6, I think. And and they do it in multiple, they have like, there's multiple movies. So they'll be in like four movies-ish, four or five movies. And then after a couple movies, they'll change the actor of James Bond. Oh. It'll be a new James Bond. But it's still the same. It's not like a different guy. I mean, there's a, there's a fun fan theory that it's like just an alias. Like James Bond is actually an alias. But it's, they're all playing the same guy, James Bond. And it's Bond. all different storylines with one. But it's all different storylines. Got, Got it. Yes. Okay. So it'll be like there's a new bad Ooh, guy and I would probably one. watch it if it was a regular genre. I mean they're I they're probably oh my god. Well the James Bond movies are probably my favorite up there with my favorite movies. I mean I want to say even my favorite movies because I just uh, they're so interesting and like I said my favorite kind of movies is anything where there's a government and there's like some sort of like mole and the government and there's like an attack like I just love action movies and there's guns like I'm so into it car chases for some reason it's just like it always captures my attention mm-hmm. but the James Bond movies are my favorite too because a lot of them take they take place all over the world because this mission the oh. missions uh, like require them to go to a million different places in the world so they'll be in like Europe and going to like fancy balls and oh, whatever shit. I they're like going undercover and then there'll be in like Yemen and all these and it just and it's you get these beautiful beautiful views because it is about the action but a lot of it it's like James Bond is like super sexy and there's always like a really hot girl mm. that he's like hooking up with yeah. because they're called Bond girls I don't know if you've heard I've heard, I've heard the girls. term and um and and they just and some of the storylines carry over with this with the same James Bond like certain characters will continue but but anyways it's they're just really visually interesting. They're really, the stories themselves are super interesting because it's just like you kind of having to figure out where it's going the entire time. And I mean, I love them. Love, and there's a new one coming out, No Time to Die, which oh. I'm so excited about, which I think is Daniel Craig's, who plays James Bond now, his last James Bond movie. Gotcha. Okay, interesting. Wow, you learn something new every single day. Do you think that they will replace... Reggae Jean Page in Bridgerton or like 
get him out. Like, no, I definitely think off. they'll replace him. I mean, I don't know because they could be oh. they could have him off screen, but I just I don't see that because I read the second book, and yeah, the Duke is you know. is not a main character whatsoever, but he does appear in it with Daphne when they attend like certain events, and I just don't think if she's going to be in it, they just not have him in it i think they're going to replace him but i'm just like why like they're not giving us answers why are you replacing him ever and he's it's clearly not on bad terms because he's like i love this this is like the time of my life and bridgerton's like we love him and shonda land is commenting we love you blah 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 so why is he leaving we want answers i'm gonna start a rumor i'm gonna start a rumor here everybody here's my rumor he he basically stole like every single prop from Bridgerton like he just stole it in in cold blood he took it all um he like robbed them worth of like a million dollars um he gave it back of course but it was still like Shondaland was like we gotta cut ties but let's go out with peace and love that's what I think happened. I'm just, I, I'm devastated. Spread the word. I'm devastated. I just don't, I just don't understand. Also, because Bridgerton's my favorite show, and he's... Did you my, see Kim Kardashian's comment on it? Yeah, what did she say? Like, what, she why? Goes, wait, what? Like, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> like, wow, celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> oh, Everyone, my God. all these celebrities were like, are you kidding me? Everyone's like, why? what the actual fuck? <laughs> Well, did you also uh, hear okay, that well, Phoebe Deniver, or the girl who plays Daphne, is dating Pete Davidson? Yes. That's um, a really random th- how couple. How does that man, how does that man pull so many, like, I, I don't, don't get it. No, What is it? And it, they're all the, the same is, type. They're all these, like, tiny girls. Yes. The thing is, I don't, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't find Pete Davidson attractive. Like, I'm, I don't know what it is. Like, he, like, has that look for me. I don't get it. But, like, <laughs> but Maybe he wants you know, to spin some beats with you. <laughs> I was going to say, you know who he looks like? Oh, my God. Good I times. just don't find him attractive. I don't. No, but I can't, I can't answer why I do. But, um, I mean, yeah, maybe we can make some sick beats together. He... But I, I don't understand how he is with Phoebe. Like, she also, I feel like, is 12. Like, I know she's not. But, like, in my head, she'll always be, like, the 15-year-old girl from Bridgerton. So I can't picture that couple together. But the good news is, even though Reggae Jean Page is leaving Bridgerton and the show will never be the same, our favorite book is being turned into a movie. We kind of <laughs> teased this. We teased this a little bit in I'm so November. And it is finally here. The trailer is out. And it is everything of the sort. Like, when you think of what Ari and I love, it's like traveling. Like, Ireland. We love, you know, Americans abroad. We love hot guys who show the Americans around abroad. We like Movie stars. Love. Finding yourself. Find, like, girl power. And all of this stuff. And it's all come together into this wonderful movie that will be coming out on may 15th so the trailer is so amazing it just came out um i cannot stop thinking about it i've we've watched it collectively maybe over a hundred times over a hundred times and i it's so important to us this that you don't understand like this book we freaked out over and the and the movie totally looks like it lives up to the hype and yes i literally am coming home Yes, to, to see, see this, this movie, movie with, me. <laughs> with Becca, and we are making like a full night out of it. 
a night, everyone. There will be dinner. There will be snacks. If movie theaters, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they will be open because this movie is dropping in theaters, but we will be there. The phones are left at the door. Every, like We are committed to this movie, and when I say that this book like shaped Ari and I's friendship, like it did. Shaped. I mean, like it was huge bonding it, it, moment for us. Huge. So, like it. Oh my god! It, it is just. Oh, everyone needs to read this book. Like, and then see the movie. We need to have like a watch party or like a, a collective chat about it. I know. Oh my and god, I told. I'm so I, ca- I I called my mom to tell her basically how big of a deal like I don't think anyone understands like how big of a deal this is to me and Becca like we literally commented on the movie Instagram we're like hey like when is this coming out like we can't wait (laughs) and they responded back to us but I remember telling my mom I'm like hey I'm gonna come home because I need to see this movie with Becca and I told her I'm like this is we we were so obsessed with this book it was like so important to us and now it's turning into a movie and she was like great and I'm like you don't understand you don't get it no, my mom, I was like, Mom, come watch this trailer with me. And I, like, sat her down, and I was like, let's watch it. And I hit play, and then, like, she takes out her phone, and I was like, are you even watching? Like, what the hell? She's like, yeah, okay, it's, like, a great trailer. I'm like, it's more than great, Mom. It's everything. It is everything. <laughs> and then I was, like, I was literally laughing out loud. The comments on the trailer are, like, <laughs> for those who don't know what Wattpad is, it's, like, this fan fiction app where people just write I will say they're really really well written stories like they could be books and most of them well, are turned into after, books after yes. turn, from Wattpad Fifty Shades turned of into Grey a book. right was from Wattpad yeah, no, was after from what, what, oh really after and Fifty Shades Fifty Shades was a Twilight fan fiction after was a One Direction fan fiction like these kids who write these fan fictions are art you know, authors. I have a fan fiction on Wattpad. I'm not even near publishing stages yet, but maybe we'll get there. <laughs> but the comments are like, what in the Wattpad fan fiction trailer is this? And like, for the, those who haven't read the book, this movie probably just looks like so stereotypical, like 2013 fangirl, whatever. And they're, I'm, I'm sure they're excited because all the comments are like, this movie combines like One Direction, Ireland, Americans Abroad, and like family. Am I gonna watch it? Of course. <laughs> like, or everyone's like, this is such a a Wattpad like cheesy teen movie. If you think I'm gonna watch it, of course I am. You're correct. Of course I am. Or like the first comment was literally so the girl who the girl Finley she um, plays the violin. <laughs> it's like a, a fact about her, and. Um, the the first comment was like, damn, they literally said she plays the fiddle in an Irish band and fell in love with an English man. <laughs> and if they don't play that song, missed opportunity for the whole franchise. I know, totally. But I just I just look at that trailer and I know the movie's gonna be good. I just know. I, and like Ari and I have seen our fair share of bad movies and we are very we very rarely will leave a bad movie because we still will find joy in it somehow. But there was this one movie, Gem and the Holograms, that we, <laughs> we Sorry for any Gem and the Holograms fans. <laughs> we we had to leave early. Even though I remember like we were making those plans and I was like, Ari, we should see the this movie Cheer or whatever it was. It was like some dance thing and you were like, No no no, Gem and the Holograms is supposedly <laughs> really good. My <laughs> and then we we saw that one and, and it, it was bad and we left early um but that will not be happening with finding you at all i'm surprised they didn't call it there you'll find me finding i you. know i wonder why 
Maybe, like, some copyright? I don't know. But it's, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, that book. Anyways, maybe there's already a movie called that, and they didn't want to do it better. Who knows? But we're very excited. Obviously, there was some down, some bad news, and now there's some good news. So I would call that a successful week in What's Poppin'. Would you? Nice. I would. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So let's jump in. Do you have a blast from the past, or what are we watching? I have a what are we watching. Me too. Perfect. Um, So now we're going to jump into our what are we watching segment, which we like to call. (laughs) 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 One, two, three. What are we watching? What are we watching? What are we watching watching is a segment that we like to call what are we watching because we just talk about what we're watching. So, bud, take it away. So, I actually haven't started this yet. So, this is actually on the to-do list um, for this week. So, I've been looking for new shows to start. And I don't know which one to start. But Netflix has been recommending this one called Irregulars. I don't know if you've seen it. No. It's basically, I guess, a bunch of... I I think I could be so wrong. A bunch of kids who have, like, special powers or something like that, and they live in Victorian England, and they, like, report to a guy named Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my God. Netflix really said, for you. <laughs> Recommended <know>. for you. <laughs> for you. But it's for... It's kind of like it involves Sherlock Holmes and Watson, which I really like Sherlock Holmes. Um, yeah, great guy. I don't know, is a detective in Victorian England. And um, I... I'm a little nervous because it kind of looks to be, like, scary. A little scary? A little scary. So if it is, I might have to turn it off. But also, I do a lot of action movies so but the thing is, like, i do a lot movies, of action like, that literally sounds like you're you like act <laughs> in a lot I, I do a lot of action i act in a lot of i my agent called me for like, action. <laughs> um but, no but i think but can i quiz but, you can i quiz you on ocean facts <laughs> <laughs> hey hey can i quiz you on some ocean facts <laughs> Oh, so oh my good. god! Whether well, that was a Cody Co um, reference for those who were confused, it was a Cody Co reference. So everyone go watch Cody Co. Yeah. But um, I think I'm going to start it. I think either I think I'm going to start it tomorrow night. Okay. So I will come back um, next week with some reviews review. on it. Okay. Great. Can't wait. Really excited about that. That sounds perfect for you, even though it might be a little scary. So we hope it's not too bad. <laughs> scary. We hope it's not too bad. Um, speaking of a little scary, I was watching Dancing with the Devil, Demi Lovato's four-part documentary. Oh. Did you watch it? No. No. The way you... I hate anything sad. I hate... Right. And, which is so bad. I need to watch it and understand. And she, it's, it's, she's amazing. And I all the power to her. But I hate anything sad. I hate it. Sure. The way you said, oh, it sounded like you're going to be like, oh, oh, oh. Um, So, yeah, Dancing with the Devil, very, very sad, but very, very good. Like, very bone-chilling, and it really just makes you realize, like, she was in a horrible, like, position. Like, she should not be alive. So, very sad. For those of you who haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically... I think we all kind of remember when the news dropped that Demi overdosed and everyone just assumed it was, I mean, they, they had told us it was heroin, but everyone just assumed, oh, it was a heroin overdose. 
Um, luckily, she's alive and doing well, and she's fine. But she actually had three strokes, a heart attack, pneumonia because she is asphyxiated, so her lungs, like, gave out, basically. And she had to be on, um, not dialysis. I think it is dialysis. They basically took all of the blood out of her, cleaned it, and put it back in. And the doctor, I know, and the doctor was, like, telling her parents, like, we'll know if she'll live in the next 24 hours. Like, if she makes it through the next 24 hours, she'll live. And then the doctor even said, like, but we haven't seen really anyone walk out of something like this. So her parents had, like, fully accepted that, like, she died. Um, So now she's not allowed to drive for the rest of her life because she's legally blind and has blind spots and can't drive. So really bad. And it's just crazy. And then she even said, like, in the documentary, she was very open and raw, and it was, like, so good. And she was like, I wish that I could say that the last time I did heroin was my overdose, but I did it two months later. Like, isn't that just, like... (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I know. And, I mean, I feel like now I'm giving everything away, but her um, drug dealer, the one who gave her the heroin, that was actually laced with fentanyl, so, like, ooh, um, he had... Trigger warning, everybody, trigger warning. He had raped her while she was high and then left her, like, and he thought she was dead. He just, like, left her there. So, anyways. That is absolutely insane. Insane. Good for her for sharing that. Yes. Is she doing better now? Yes. She, I'm on the part of the documentary with Max Elric. (laughs) (laughs) Max Elric. <laughs> I'm at that part, and it, it definitely like we've we've left. So there's three, there's four parts, and the first three have have been put out. Like the fourth one's coming on Tuesday, um, and the first three were definitely like the dark, sad ones. And I think this fourth one is like talking about how like during quarantine she was working on herself. She met this boy, like all this stuff. So it's definitely we're at the you know peak end of it. Um, but it was just it's just really good, and it doesn't like you, I didn't even know any of that happened. Like. She just kind of talks about, like, how she got there, what got her there, how she came out of it, like, the new management she has with Scooter Braun, like, which was basically, like, I don't know about the whole Scooter versus Taylor thing, but I will say, after seeing how Scooter treated Demi in this documentary, I think he's nice. So, I don't know anything about his, yeah. his beef with Taylor, but... I mean, we don't... We, we can't really know. Right. So, with that being said, I if you haven't watched it and, like... Even if you're not even a big fan of Demi, I think it's just something that's really interesting to watch. I'm not, like, a huge, like, Demi stan, but I think that it's great that she's, like, spreading awareness about this. And it's definitely very, like, a very taboo subject that shouldn't be because so many people deal with it. So props to you. Props to you, Demi. And Max Elric. I can't wait for his feature. (laughs) Max Elric. (laughs) Max Elric. Um, so yes, that has been What Are We Doing Podcast. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Bud, do you have anything, anything to say? Oh, happy Easter and Chag Sameach. Oh yeah, happy Easter, bud. Thank you. And tonight's the night where you can eat bread, right? Yep, but I broke it, so. You already broke it? Yep. Nice. How was that? Delicious? Delicious. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining us for yet another episode. We love you all, and we will be back with you guys next week. Bye.